Hello again, punters, and welcome to Two Blokes and a Punt with myself, Lockie McDonald, and the big dildo, dillmeister, Dylan. How are you going, mate? Do I need to uh, book you into a rehab facility, or what's going on? Well, not only are Port Adelaide losing, I'm also currently dealing with uh, severe dog farts. So, uh-huh. um, Did you eat a dog? No, poor old little Remy, my little boar collie puppy, has decided just to drop a gut. So uh, uh, yeah, good, good. It's um, yeah, things are really going well in the, in the whole household at the moment, mate. Yeah, you know, just all all sunshines and rainbows. You know? Yeah, straight out of Remy's ass. <laughs> straight out of there. Oh, just, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, look, I, I had something similar yesterday. I got home from work and uh, Evo, my Ridgeback Cross English Mastiff, decided that she would find where I keep all of the dried dog food and proceeded to eat a eight, eight kilo bag. Pretty much all gone. Um, oh, wow. Wow. So she had a very bad case of the bumwees last night. <laughs> And also proceeded to spew all over my gym mats in the garage, which I was very happy about. So uh, not only was I out a great deal of money because she's on expensive food, uh, I was hosing off vomit and uh, bumwees from the garage for oh. a period of time. Oh, yeah. I don't envy you at all. Do not envy oh. you at all. Yeah, yeah. She uh, look. She definitely took up a new trade of porcelain painting. Um, but, uh, she's all right. She's all right. Well, that's all right. That's amazing. Now, look. Uh, since we last spoke, um, we'll get back on topic instead of uh, yeah, dogs, um, flatulence, and pooing issues. Yes. Um, We'll get back on track, and we've had quite a bit going on in the NBA, and that was, uh, you know, probably the one of the biggest stories to come out of the NBA since we spoke was Paul George going into COVID protocols um, just before the play-in game against the Pelicans. Oh, what 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 timing! Like, oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. I just, oh. yeah, I feel sorry for him. Um, to have battled so hard all season, I finally have a bit of you know light at the end of the tunnel, and um, happens to old old mate Paul George just boom gone. Yeah, and look, even without Paul George, they sort of stuck around with the Pels a fair bit. Um, you know, you got to give. Tyloo credit where credit's due, and he is the best X's and O's coach in basketball, I believe. Um, he can think on the fly. He can do look. He, he can pretty much do no wrong um, while he's out there. Uh, he coached that team fantastically all throughout the year for what they had going on, and uh, to fall short like that was just agonising for them. Yeah, it would have would have hurt a lot. Um, as I said, yeah, to, to sort of battle along all season without Kawhi and 
and, and Paul George and then all of a sudden, um, yeah, get a bit of hope and then bang, tripped out from underneath them. Yeah, yeah, like it, it really would have hurt. Uh, and then on the other side, you had Atlanta beat uh, Cleveland, uh, which yep. I told you would happen, but you wouldn't listen to me. Um, you know, uh, Trey Young is the villain. And Again. He loves, playing, he loves playing that role, and I love watching it. Oh, it is. As I saw a thing that talked about most hated players in the NBA, and one of them was Trey Young, and I went, I don't know how you can do it. I don't know how you can hate him. But then I sat there and I went, well, if you're a New York Knicks fan, I completely understand. Yeah, uh, exactly right. But in saying that, if, I, if, he, if he beat, if it was OKC okay in their boots, I, I wouldn't have hated him. I would have went, yeah, fair play, young fella. Yeah. Probably shivved him in the dark afterwards when they couldn't see me. <laughs> yeah, because you are dark. <laughs> uh, True. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then... And then and then since then, um, you know, we we move into the actual playoffs, um, and there's quite a few interesting series um, playing out at the moment. Uh, you know, we spoke about last week with the Suns; they are only one injury away um, to a certain player, and he's gone down with a hamstring, and that is Devin Booker. Yeah, he's. Um, what well, I was reading today that they're expecting him out. Until game four, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I, I read uh, to miss game three and four. Four, yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, to miss game three yeah. and four was, yes. Yeah, it, that's, um, yeah, like, you know, we talked about how big of a loss um, uh, Chris Paul would have would have, would have been to him. And I turned around and said, no, I think the bigger loss would have been um, Devin Booker. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, uh, look... We're going to see uh, how much that is going to affect them. Um, and look, they get past the Pels even without Devin Booker, I think. Um, but if you are Phoenix and you win game three, do you just put Devin Booker on ice till the second round? Um. You win game three. No, because they only go up 2-1. Um, if I think if you get to game four, if, if you win game three, you don't rush him back for game four. Um, if, yep. you win game, if you win game four, um, you make a call. Because, oh, look, if he's healthy uh, at the end of game four, if he's out for game three and four, at the end of game four, if he's healthy and you're up 3-1, you're going to play him. Um, yep. If you get to game four, end of game four, you're up 3-1 and he's a bit touch and go, yeah, you sit him. Um, or it's one of those things where maybe you, part, you you limit his minutes and he only plays 15 to 20 minutes. Um, it's um, like at the same time, you don't really want to, you know, you want to get this over and done with because as much as you want to look after one guy, um, you don't want to push the other guys too much when they don't need to be pushed. Um, yeah, exactly right. But uh, here, here was... Uh... I mean, Chris Paul, but just winding back the clock, you know, back to I 2006. Like, I, don't, I, don't, like I don't like saying wind back the clock because he's been doing it for, he's been like, obviously not as consistent as what he used to be, but, um, you know, he's, I, I don't understand. I don't know. I, I hate how much he gets overlooked. Um, oh, I love did him. you see the game? I did not. I did not see the game. 
I'm a big Chris Paul fan as well, uh, and I say this with utmost respect. He wound back the clock. Okay. He was, okay. He was phenomenal in the fourth quarter. He just he like how do I explain it? He was just gliding on the court. Everything looked yep. so smooth for him. Um, you know, in, in previous seasons, you know, getting to his spot, he might look a little bit clunky, but he still gets to his spot and puts it up. Um, yep. Nah, not uh, not the other day, not in game one. He just, everything was just falling for him. Yeah. Um, you just, yeah, the, the basketball court was his world and we were just watching him run it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But, yeah, I'm still I'm still confident the Suns will win um, this I series. Think so. but... I think the only reason why they dropped that um, drop that game is the fact that you know you play a half of the other Devon Booker and you know you, you go in with a game plan, you go in doing this in all your rotations, and then all of a sudden he goes out and your rotations are out the window. Um, yeah, but also like the Pels played very well. The Pels play very well as well, but um, I think I think uh, where you, where you've got time to plan for him being out, yep. it is a lot easier than sort of doing it on the fly. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree. Um, you know, but Monty Williams is a good coach, and um, very good coach. He'll be able to figure it out. Um, the next series we'll have a look at is Dallas and Utah. Um, some very interesting results here. Uh, we both picked Utah to move on in the series, mm-hmm. and Utah won the first game. Yep, not a problem at all. And then Dallas actually won the second game without Luca, and they shot like I think it was like nearly sixty percent from three in that game. Yeah, it's um, all, all power to them, to be honest. But it, it, that's what, man, like you sit there and you, you shoot from 60% from the three and, you know, it's not very often you're, um, yeah, you're going to... Um, oh, actually, they only, they only shot 46%. 46, okay, yeah. Still not still not a bad clip. They're going at 40... They went at 47 and 46. So you sit there and even still, like, as you said, like, um, you're shooting at that rate and it's pretty decent. Um, but yeah, like, I'm looking there. Yeah, um, against a team like Utah with that perimeter defense, like, it's just. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's interesting because you sit there and you look at, so, you know, Donovan Mitchell, 34, Bogdanovich had 25, uh, Jordan Clarkson, 21. And then after that, it just drops off. You got Royce O'Neal at twelve, and then you got Rudy Gobert with eight, and then that's it. You've got a couple with two points, but that's it. Um, yeah. Um, speaking speaking on that, um, I think Mike Conley's injured, just quietly. Well, he only played twenty two minutes, so um, I don't know what he's been playing all year. Um, but if you're playing twenty two minutes in a playoff series. Um, but he he was he was a passenger on uh, both offense and defense. It just wasn't like Mike Conley, who yeah. is the definition of grit and grind. Um, he, you know, he, he was the he, leader of the grit and grind Grizzlies. Yeah, he but, he, he he played thirty four minutes in the first game. So yeah, there's something going. There was something going on there. 
uh, whether it yeah. was just a flu game or um, whether or not you know there was actually something yeah, there's a yeah. different injury or something. But um, I don't know. You do get sometimes where you just can't get in a rhythm. He shot O of seven, so you know. Yeah. No. Look, I, I just thought he was like I thought he was laboring a little bit um, during plays and just wasn't hustling like he does on on the defensive end. So I actually think he might be might be carrying a little niggle somewhere. Um, they tried to hide him and it didn't work. Um, but yeah, so like, are you still confident to stick with Utah or uh, do you think Dallas yeah, got I, I the job so. done? Um, I think, I think, I, I still don't, I, like, they still haven't set a formal time for Luca to be back. But, you know, if he misses his next game, which is tomorrow, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, it is tomorrow. You know, um, as I said, um, the the Mavs aren't always going to shoot the way that they shot in game two. Um, no, it, no. If, if, if they do, then all credit to them and I'll, I'll, I'll happily cop it on the chin. But, yeah, I don't think that they're going to do that. And um, I think, yeah, Utah will, will take, still take it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I'm still sticking with Utah at this stage and if – Luca comes back sooner than later, I might have to rethink, but uh, no, I'm still happy to stick with Utah. Um, Golden State and Denver. There's only one person anyone's talking about in this series. That's the pool party. Yeah. Um, hasn't he just gone next level again? Um, yeah. You know, like he, he went next level when Curry, Curry and Clay were out, like one of those was out sort of thing. Um, but to now start doing it with them both in, um, it's interesting. Um, I actually watched um, a little, I was only like five minute snippet of this game. Um, what was it? It was on uh, yesterday? Yesterday? Yeah. Uh, yep. I can't remember. I'll get my days mixed up. They're all one day now. Um, whenever it was. Um, and I was actually really intrigued to see Steve Kerr really like obviously they played the small ball lineup quite often, but they went real small in terms of for a stretch there they had um, Curry, Poole, Thompson, Wiggins, Tremont Green, um, and when you're going up against arguably the best center in the league at the moment. Um, who isn't just a defensive center. He is an offset offensive, um, very, very talented offensive um, threat. Um, and it really, what it really highlighted was how much lack of help that he had. Um, I was watching oh. Draymond. Draymond. Draymond covered him like a, like a bad smell. Um, what, what on rice? He was just... He he, covered, he just blanketed him, and he was getting help on D as well. Um, and that was a big thing is that when Jokic then threw it out, you know, Will Bart knocked down a couple of shots, but you know, like it wasn't. Yeah, you know, he just didn't have that other player. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, that, he's to take really the heat off him. Murray. Yeah, yeah, he's really missing Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. Um, you know, Aaron Gordon. He hasn't really done what. I suppose he was doing in Orlando. Um, yeah, like but he Orlando a couple Aaron, of years ago. Yeah, Aaron Gordon is a fourth option on a good team. 
Um, yeah, but, but but like even still, like over in in Orlando there, what well, was maybe two years ago or something, he was putting up some big numbers. Um, but he, yeah, I think it's just shown that um, you do he's not that he's not the answer there. No, no. Look, I, I don't think Aaron Gordon's the answer anywhere, to be honest. Um, unless it's in a dunk contest. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, no. What what you said about Draymond is spot on. Like there was a there was a play there. Um, in the first game, and Jokic got the ball around the free throw line and just started backing Draymond down, and Draymond just didn't move. Like, and then Jokic ended up taking like a hook shot from like just inside the free throw line, and like it was a terrible option, but like it just goes to show how significant Draymond is. Is and he's only, I think Draymond's only six six. Yeah, he's uh, six six, and he has a he has a, like a like a seven seven wingspan or something. Like yeah, it's huge, seven one wingspan. But it just goes to show, like he's just a freak of nature on on the defensive end. Um, the fact that he is so confident to go up against Jokic, who can score the ball from anywhere, um, and put on a show like that, like it wasn't just in that one play. Like there was multiple plays where. Uh, even throughout the series so far, Jokic, you know, can't get open to get the ball because Draymond's just all over him and closing down in front of him and blocking passing lanes and everything. And, like, yeah, it's just – it's really, really good to watch some really good defence. Yeah, and I think um, I think, I think that's where they, they're getting caught as well is that, you know, Andrew Wiggins is a great defensive player. Clay Thompson's a great defensive player. Um, Steph Curry, you know, quite often gets the 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 sort of moniker of that he's not that great. Um, but when he wants to, he, he, he's no slouch either. Um, you know, he's, I'm not going to say he's one of the best defenders in the league, but he's not the worst defender in the league. No. Um, so, um, you know, the... the when they want, this is the thing is with the Warriors. When they want to play defense, they can play some real hard nosed defense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think I, I think it will be a very interesting sort of next couple of games. I didn't like. Um, I don't know if Mike Malone has an answer to try and free out, free up, um, Jokic a bit more. Like I don't know whether or not like a lot, a lot of the like. The don't call it. Don't call him Mike. Oh, but yeah, well, anyway, um, Michael, I, I, Michael. I, um, you know, in the couple of the passages I saw, uh, you know, it was a lot of ball screens for someone else and Jokic rolling um, and trying to get it like that, where I think it potentially needs to go the other way in terms of, yep. you know, getting an Aaron Gordon, a, a Monte Morris, even, you know, get some ball screens happening on, 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 um, on Draymond and have that role, um, you know, yeah. try and, and try and try and have it so that you know whoever's courage guarding um, is the person that that you know sets the screen. Um, yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. If you keep doing, if you if you do that, Draymond's going to get frustrated, uh, not being able to do his job to the full extent. Uh, we all know what Draymond is like. He might kick someone in the nuts. Um, you know, like if you if you get him in foul trouble, Kevon Looney can't do what Draymond does. 
No, no, big time, no. Um, no. You know, like, yeah, like it, it's a really easy game plan for Steve Kerr against Nikola Jokic, and that is if Jokic is on the court, Draymond's on the court. If Jokic comes off, well, then you get your rest, Draymond. And if he gets into foul trouble, I think that's where they're going to start finding that trouble and going to Denver for the next couple of games. We'll, um, we'll have to see how that plays out over there. Yeah, it will be, it'll be an interesting sort of, um, sort of yeah, as, you said, as I said, to see if they can bounce back from it. Yeah, but look, we, we did skip through Jordan Poole, um, who was playing fantastic. Yep. Um, he's definitely the third splash brother. Uh, definitely, and, definitely. Uh, I've really loved seeing this kid just um, grow and grow and um, be taken under the wing of Clay mainly, um, not so much Steph, uh, but mainly Clay. And you can definitely see resemblances of Clay's game yeah. in there and um, it is great to see. Um, Memphis and Minnesota. Minnesota took game one in Memphis quite convincingly on a very, very off night, not just for Ja Morant, but for uh, the whole Grizzlies team. I did see that Ja Morant did not score a bucket after two minutes 45 into the second quarter. Yeah, I think um, I think the big one there is that you had good contribution from all of the of all Minnesota. You know, Cat yeah. had twenty nine, Anthony Edwards thirty six, D'Angelo Russell had ten with nine assists, Patrick Beverly had ten, uh, Malik Beasley had twenty three. Um, he can be a spark plug man. Yeah, like, and I, I rate Malik Beasley. Yeah, and um, Jada McDaniel's had fifteen. Like, you know, you're getting contributions there. Um, it's um, it's interesting um, what happened, what goes on there. Um, as you said, you know, Jar Morant, he, like he had an off night, but he didn't really. Like he still had thirty-two, eight assists, um, shot forty-four percent. Have, have a look how many free throws he took. Sixteen of twenty. But, yeah. um, you know, I mean, if he makes those, if he, he shots 80%, but, if, you know, he shoots 100% still, you're going down by nine points still. So, yeah, um, I think I think the key, as I said, the key there, I didn't watch it. Um, I, this is just purely looking at the stats there, is that, uh, you know, if, if, you, if you get Minnesota and, and all the Minnesota guys turn it on, then, um, you know, they're a problem. Um, but yeah, like you go to game two and you look at game two, Anthony Edwards is down to 20, Cat has 15, um, D'Angelo Russell had 10, oh, 11, sorry, Malik Beasley down to seven. Um, you know, yeah, it's um, it's it's those types of things, um, where um, yeah, like as I just say, once again, it's one of those things you, you get some output from some players and. Um, it's a whole new ball game. Um, I, I think it just sums up Minnesota in general. They can turn it on yeah. one game, they go to shoot the next game, and then 
like they're playing tomorrow morning. Uh, yeah, I highly rec- I highly recommend watching um, that game. Uh, I watched yep. the first game and it was just so good. Like, yeah, there's just two young teams just going at it, and it's just great to see. Um, yeah, you know, you've got up and coming stars in Jarmoran, Anthony Edwards, and like they're just they're just both dogs, man. They just go at it, and it's oh, it's bloody excellent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I still think Memphis will take the series. But like I said last week, uh, the way Minnesota match up with them, I think it's a very tough uh, series for Memphis. I do expect them to still win, though. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, so um, the the East is Miami Atlanta. Um, yep. Did you see any of the first game? No, I haven't. Um, but no, nah, actually, I'm not going to mention what I'm going to mention. Okay. Well, uh, oh, hang on. Oh no, I didn't end up putting that question in. So yes, I can mention what I was going to mention. Okay. Uh, but well, Jimmy Butler, my man, I I know he has some quiet games at times, but um, Jay Buckets, just man, he yeah. just what a man. Um, yeah, like game one, it was a bit quiet, 21 points, but it's still 21 points. Um, shot 60% from the field. Um, mind you, does need to go do some free throw practice. Um, yes. But, but um, oh, it's just a player that you want on your team. Um, you know, it's game two, 45 points. Um, mate, mate, for someone who didn't shoot that many threes... He was pulling up from like thirty feet and just draining them. Four, four of seven um, in yep. game two, um, and they were nearly all contested. And he was just like, "No, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to put this up." And I know it's going in. He just had one of those days. He, he's such an interesting player because you know you you obviously see him have these games where he just goes nuts, um, but then he can have these games where he has an absolute stinker. Um, but the one thing that I always know with him is that you know you're going to get 100% with him. Um, yeah. Uh, There's an intensity. Up. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I love him. Um, the fact that he's doing what he's doing is great. Um, I think it'll be a good game. Uh, I, you know, obviously, Trey struggled. People said Trey struggled a little bit. but Oh, know, mate, what, Trey went to... In that first game, like the Heat just stood there with pitchforks and just said, "This is the gates of hell." Yeah, welcome. And um, Trey yeah, didn't know he, what to do. He shot one of twelve, um, oh from seven from three point land. Um, and yeah. they were all bricks. Yeah. They were all bricks. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it's yeah. It's interesting. And once again, like it, it's. The Hawks are an interesting team. Um, you know, like Clint Capella still out. Um, you know, obviously they're not getting the use out of John Collins that they want. Um, you know, he's coming off the bench. Um, but yeah, he, we're, start, we're, he started in the second game. Second he game, started yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it um, 
I don't know. I don't know about Atlanta. I like Atlanta, but um, yeah, I just don't know. To be honest, they probably should have pulled the trigger on John Collins. Uh, John Collins trade. At yeah, trade deadline when he had he had a fair bit of value. Where I think the last like this last half of the season, he sort of well, obviously been injured a little bit, but he um yeah, I was gonna say he's, he's been dealing with a bit of injuries, but um, but just uh, yeah. I, I can tell you how Atlanta start winning games, and it's very simple. Play Bogdan. Nah, the opposite. Just let Red Velvet play forty eight minutes. This the red velvet out. Red velvet, fuck it. Just play two players, red velvet and Trey Young. Off you go. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Maybe, maybe, maybe bring in uh, Clint Capella when he's when he's fresh, just to get those rebounds every now and then. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, uh, my boy Kev, he blocked Bam Adebayo yesterday. I did not see that. I did not see that. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a proper just clean? Block? They're all proper it... blocks, mate. Well, no, well, I meant like, you know, was it one of those ones where, you know, ben, he's standing behind Bam, waiting for Bam to sort of go up and then he goes up and gets in? No. Nah. You know, nah, it's a proper face-on-face nah, face so, defending and went bang. No, nah, it wasn't face-on-face, face, um, but it wasn't face-to-back uh, either. It was sort of on the side. Bam got a offensive board and then went up to... Um, Played off the glass, and old Kev just got him halfway up and just went, mm-mm, not today. Yeah, well, no, sure. Yeah, and then just fucking fast break out to Trey. Trey scores an easy layup. I'm like, big Kev, mate, I'm telling you. MVP. Of the Hawks. My heart. <laughs> love yeah, love me a bit of red velvet. Uh, look, I'm going to I'm going to skip past the next series, which is uh, Philly and Toronto. Uh, we've been woeful um, down hey, three lives. You took him to overtime today. Uh, yeah, but we were up by like 18 points or something. Yeah, like, I did say that. I, I, did, I, yeah. I didn't want to mention it, mate. I, I just said that, you know, you, you yeah. took him to overtime. All right. you know, I was giving you a win there. Yeah, look, um, <laughs> we just don't have an answer for Joel Embiid. I don't think anyone that does. Simple. Well, considering our tours, like our tours play is 6'9", mm, we're not going to get very far against him. But, yeah, yeah uh, I'd, like, I'd, I'd, I'd like to at least take one game. You know, I don't want him to get the brooms out. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, I'm, I am not holding my breath. And we will move on to Milwaukee and Chicago. And Chicago yeah. took game two. Mr. DeRozan lit it up today. Um, what do you? Uh, yeah. Oh no, yeah, today. Um, what do you have? Uh, 41, 41 he had. Um, but once again, the, the like, I had to keep saying this, but it does sound like a broken record. But it's having that support. Um, you know, in game one you had eighteen from DeRozan, twenty-four from. Vucevic, 18 from Levine, and then the next closest was Kobe White with 12. Um, that's it. Like that's it. Where today um, you've got 41 from DeRozan, 20 from Levine, 24 from Vucevic. You've got 10 from PJ Williams, um, Alex Caruso, 
lit it up again with ten, nine points for ten assists. Um, yeah, he made so many down the stretch. Yeah, it um, it's that assist like that 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 that, that second player or that those those not the second player those role players that it's you know you see the teams that are winning are the ones with the role players that are doing doing what they need to. Um, and when those role players don't fire is when they lose. So, and, yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, as good as it is having your, um, you know, your, your big threes or whatever, um, you've got to pad your team with, with the rest of the, with some, some good role players. Um, yeah. So. And like they're doing this without Lonzo. So that's it. Yeah. You see, there you go. Yeah. Still got him to come in. Um, yeah, it's it's they're it, they're an interesting lot Chicago because you know, obviously at the start of the season they showed that they could they could ball out. Um, yep. Do they beat Milwaukee? I don't think so. I think they'll take him to seven. But do they beat him? No, I don't think so. Um, but um, yeah, if I reckon if they can have maybe one more piece. One more piece to the puzzle um, next year. Um, what position? I reckon they need a power forward. Um, yeah, you know, I I know at the start of the year they're playing DeRozan a power forward, but that's not his spot. If you start, so you'd, you'd be moving like, uh, Patrick Williams on. Oh, not even moving him on. Like just putting him on the bench. Um, yeah, or okay. e- e- even even still, like just having someone like yeah, it um like you sit there and you go, you get half decent. Well, Patrick Williams is fairly decent, um, but you know, I sit there and I go, you're not going to upgrade your point guard position because you got Caruso and Lonzo Ball. You're not going to yeah. upgrade your shooting guard position because you've got Zach Levine. Um, you're not going to upgrade your small forward position because you got the De- Rosen. And you're not going to upgrade your centre position because you've got Vucevic. Um, oh, I sit there and I go, yeah, like even that impact player off the bench. Um, obviously, that's going to change when you get Lonzo Ball and back with. I think you'll, I think they'll find it hard to find who plays with Caruso and Ball. Um, but well, I think I think they'd probably play with um, Lonzo to start. And they'd probably, so. yeah, they'd probably both play around the 24, 25-minute mark. But just straight out of the gates, Lonzo gives you a little bit more defense than Caruso, I believe, and it gives you just that little bit better of a playmaker. Um, like, don't get me wrong, Caruso's right behind him. Caruso's got the hustle um, that mm-hmm. I believe Lonzo lacks, but uh, sort of steadies the ship that little bit more. Um, but coming down the stretch... You know, in a close game, you're probably looking at Caruso. Yeah, and um, but yeah, like and this is why I'm saying you need a you need a, a forward because um, you look at the blokes that they've got on their bench um, in the forward position. You've got um, you've got what Derek Jones Jr., um, Tristan Thompson. <laughs> you know, you do have Tony Tony Bradley. I don't know if he's injured or if he's not playing, but um, yeah, like I sit there and I go, that's where they're lacking. You know, Vucevic goes yeah. off and Patrick Williams goes off, then, you know, you need someone to replace to come on there. 
uh, yeah. Who that who that person? You've got no idea. Um, absolutely no idea. But yeah, no. maybe maybe someone from the draft. There's there's quite a few good bigs in this draft, so uh, if they can if they can move up the board at all. Mm. Uh, well, if, to be honest, if, if there's, there's, there's yeah, there's a piece that I'd be sort of dangling. Um, come off season and um and that's Kobe White. Um so, good guard yeah. but I, he's he's not needed. Um you know you've got as I said you've got Levine Caruso Lonzo Ball um what's his name? Ayo Don Um you know like he <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Uh, yeah like he 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 showed when they had no guards um, that he could play. Um, yeah. You know, there was a few times there where he put he was putting up 20s um, and having a few good nights with the assists. So you sit there and you go, um, yeah, yeah, like you'd be happy to lose Kobe White because you've got that cover. Um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't disagree with you at all about moving Kobe White. Um, the only issue I have... On that is, um, I actually don't mind him on the Bulls for some reason. Um, also, how much value are you going to get out of a guy that you know is coming off second, um, second off yeah. the bench? Uh, yes, there's potential there, but what teams need him, and who are going to give up enough for you to, you know? Look at making a deal. Um, you know, like if they could get a Jeremy Grant or something for Kobe White and a pick, that's a fucking steal. No, uh, you're not getting Jeremy Grant for fucking Kobe White. No, no, that's, <laughs> that, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, you know, he, yeah, he's but, got but no value that's, either. But that's what I mean, though, is that, you know, Kobe White for, for, for a forward could be a, a um, a good little play somewhere. I, just, I don't know who you could look for, but you know, no, you can package but, Kobe can sign it. But yeah, but the Bulls, the Bulls are also very high on uh, Patrick Williams. So don't be surprised if they let that run. And uh, yeah, but it could be, you know, like could be a good six man sort of thing. You know, you're still getting high minutes off the bench. Um, I just, I just think that they just need that forward. Off the bench, they don't currently have forward center off the bench that they currently don't. Have. No, 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 they definitely do not. Um, you know, but I suppose it's a conversation for another day on what path do you go down, who do you look yes. for. Yes, um, you know, I could you could rattle off 10 names now, um, but look, we, we don't have that much time. We've still got one more game to cover, and that's probably the game of the playoffs so far, and that's Boston and Brooklyn. Yeah, wasn't that it is interesting. Um well I can't remember the exact but Boston went on a like a twenty to four run or something. Um to close out today's game. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was that's um oh, that's right. insane. Um well, I think the big thing a, there is their defense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So they had a massive fourth quarter today. Um and they just shut 
KD down. Like he was getting doubles and they were closing all these passing lanes down. And he was just throwing up like stinkers for KD. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, it's just, it was really interesting to watch. Not once again, Brooklyn were up pretty big early on and then Boston just slowly fought their way back into it and never panicked. And look, they're doing all of this without Robert Williams. Right. Yeah, but like as much as as much as I like Robert Williams, and I sit there and go, yeah, like he's a good player for him. Um, you know, they've replaced him with Daniel Tice. Um, yeah, you know. yeah, but I, th- I think you're missing one of the key factors here, and that's how Al Horford's playing. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Al Horford's the other one key there as well. Is that um, if he can play, if he plays well, then it obviously helps a lot. Um, to cover that point. Yeah. Between, between our Horford yeah. and Daniel Tice, I think they're okay covering that. Robert Williams void. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, do, I do agree with you there. But like watching Jason Tatum, he's just locked in on the defensive end at the moment. He is just giving KD shit. Yeah, um, right. But look, I do have to laugh at Kyrie's antics, um, you know, flipping the whole crowd off and everything. You still haven't won a game over there, mate. But maybe win a game and then you can do something. Yeah. Or be, be in a winning position, you know. Don't flip the whole crowd off in the first quarter and be like, yeah, no, fuck all you guys, you know, this, this place is trash. And then, you know, get done on a buzzer beater because KD got lazy on defense and lost his man. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, it, it, it's a fascinating, fascinating series. It is, yeah. Uh, I think it's just going to get even more fascinating once you go back to Brooklyn. So it's, um, yeah, yeah, it's one that I'd definitely keep my eye on. Oh, I was, look, if, if you're a basketball fan and you're not involved in this series, you're not a basketball fan. Yeah. Um, they yeah, are just, they're, they're, they're playing hard. And the refs are letting them play. Uh, they've put the whistles away, and it is just the best basketball team will win. Yeah, exactly right. It's um, it's very good. Speaking of very good, yes. What's coming up, Dylan? Uh, well, hopefully, Port Adelaide's first win this weekend. What's actually coming up, Dylan? Uh, I've got a wedding tomorrow. <laughs> Me too. I'll see you there. Nah, different wedding, mate. Uh, uh, I'll just go fuck myself then. <laughs> oh, I think you're going to say that we're about to do uh, choice of two with two blokes. We are about to do choice of, choice of two with two blokes. Now, I do have a question for you. Yeah, okay, yep. Did you practice your beatboxing? No. Why not? Because I practiced and realized I'm terrible and I didn't want to do no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll a little bit. No, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it. I can't do it. Oh, oh, all the are so off you and on their side. Oh, I can't do it with the mic. That's how you should be doing it. Oh, yeah, but, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's the way it doesn't sit right on my face. You know, I, I just, you know, I, I just can't. Yeah. I promise. I promise one day I will. One this day is I a will. last I ever refer to you as Joel Turner. You've lost that. Well, I might, if I'm honest, I'm probably okay with that. You know, he had he had the, that that one song, and you know, I don't. Is he alive? How many songs have you had? 
12. Um, Oregon at least. Sung at least 50 top 10s. Yeah, well, look. No, none of them sung, are my own, and no yeah, one's heard he, anything, but yeah, yeah, sung them. He, he has sung and beatboxed all of those songs at the same yeah. time. Yeah, true. All right. Fair enough. All right. So, uh, right. Not Turner. Yep. You're, you've got the questions, mate. Ask away. All right. Uh, controversial topic at the moment in the AFL. Um, has the AFL gone too strict on umpire descent? AKA, they've been talking about literally players putting their arms out. Have they gone too strong? Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. No. Good. Um, does Tottenham hold on to its champion league spot? Oh, I fucking knew you were going to ask this question. Uh, we have Brentford. <laughs> I even did a little bit of research because I knew it was coming. We've got Brentford uh, this weekend uh, away. I'm just going to say, mate, Brentford, my boys, they're going to come home strong, I reckon. Um, you know, Christian Eriksen's playing for Brentford now, uh, yes. which is great to see. But, yes, I believe they can because fuck Arsenal. Yep, no, fair enough. Uh, now, there was an interesting, uh, well, it was a bit of a uh, controversial moment in the Indian Premier League the other night. Uh, happened to involve two Australians. Sister um, Marcus Stoinis. Uh, Josh Hazelwood? Yes. Yes. Was that first ball a wide? No. It was outside the, the crease? No. Um, yeah, it was. But uh, I'm a bigger fan of Josh Hazelwood than I am Marcus Stoinis. So I'm on um, Hazelwood's side. Right. All right. Uh, it was just recently announced, I think it was today or yesterday, that uh, Mr. Kalen Ponga re-signed uh, with the Newcastle Knights. I was going to say New, 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 New York. <laughs> New York Knights. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, but, yeah. um, now, I, don't, I, have, I haven't seen a report about dollar figures. Or 1.2. A year. Yep. Perfect. That's going to probably help this. Is it a good deal for the Knights? Should no. they let him go? Uh, I wouldn't have let him go, but uh, I don't think he's a $1.2 million player. Yeah, but what, got... so let me just say, so if, 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 if they offered him, say, 800 and he was going to go on 800 and he, and, and sorry, um, the Dolphins offered him 1.2 and he went, right, well, I'm going to go sign for the Dolphins because I'm getting 400 grand extra a year. What I would, would have let him go. You would have let him go. I would have right. let him go. Like, I understand where Newcastle came from, though, because, um, like, he he is a very, very talented player. But uh, at this stage, I think he's actually hurting the Knights playmakers more than he is contributing to the team. Uh, you, you could have gone after Cam Munster with that money, um, who can control the team as well. But then you're short at fullback. Like it, it's one of those situations where a lot of people are going to see it differently. Uh, but I believe they've overpaid for yep. him. Yep. And 
yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes because I believe it's a five-year deal. So yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, is Damien Cook the best number nine in the game? No. Who is? Harry Grant. Okay, fair enough. Um, do the Knicks trade Julius Randle? Yes. Uh, was Kyrie's fine warranted? Apologies Sorry. there. Just a bit of a uh, technical issue. <laughs> I just had my dog just jump up and pretty much just rip my headset off me. Um, um, apologies was there. Kyrie's, was Kyrie's fine? Fine warranted. 50K he got for flipping the bird. Uh yeah, because we spoke about this last week uh, in terms of players and supporters, and yep. uh, I believe this is the right step for the NBA. Okay. Um, so I, I love seeing him flip the bird to the TD yeah. Garden. So. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, does Colin Sexton re-sign with the Cavs? No. Interesting. Uh, was Zach Lomax's reaction to the trial on the weekend okay so um a little bit controversial this one uh so if you didn't see it the dragons scored a try zach lomax proceeded to jump on the knights player tyson frizzell uh trying to celebrate they are former teammates from when frizzell played at the dragons uh frizzell took it pretty rough and slung uh zach lomax to the ground now, for those who are very big NRL supporters like myself, you will remember when Tyson Frizzell was playing State of Origin a couple of years ago, New South Wales scored a try and he got Justin Hodges involved in a try celebration with the Blues. Justin Hodges being a hothead fuckwit didn't take to it very well and a scuffle broke out. Nothing happened. I think it just goes to show how soft the game's gone. Yes, I think it was a dog act by Lomax. Um, do I think Frizzell overreacted? Not really. Uh, probably would have done the same thing. But um, I think it's one of those things where if it doesn't get stamped out of the game, you know, like punches are going to want to be thrown. People, people will be put in danger. People will be sent to the sim bin. Um, but I'm not sure how you really uh, crack down on it either. Like you can't send him to the Symbian for celebrating. Like you can't send him to the Symbian for being a fuckwit. Like, yep. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, last question: Does the Jacksonville Jaguars trade the number one pick? No. No, I don't think they do. They need it. <laughs> Fair enough. No, that's it. That, that's that's me done, mate. I need a franchise player. Yeah. Okay. All righty. What have I got for you? Uh, so I've got one very similar. Uh, should the AFL be more strict on blatant dives like Tom Hawkins, who got away with his performance last week? Yes. And yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to yes, yes, 100%, yes. yes. Will Toby Green turn the Giants' fortune around? Uh, certainly help. I think the I think the big key there will be Braden Bruce. 
Graham Proust and Toby Green, having them both back in will be good for him. Yeah. Is the arms out 50 rule bullshit? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, 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 like, I understand where the AFL is coming from, and I read a good article today about a meeting that the um, AFL umpires had with Brad, uh, Brad Scott. Um, and um, a few valid points are raised, um, but I think, yeah, there's dissent and then there's questioning. Um, yeah. And I think the questioning of a decision, if it's not in a, an aggressive manner, no swearing, no nothing, going, what did I do? And that's fine. Even if it means the hands are out, like, you know, it's natural reaction to do that. Um, yep. That's fine. If a player turns around, hands out, screaming at the umpire, yeah, fair enough. Give it, yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, all I, for I it. agree with you. Uh, should Trent Cochin have been suspended or fined for the kick out at Tex Walker? Uh, no, because I hate Tex Walker. Do you believe if it was the other way around, the result would have been different? Uh, I hope so, because I hate Tex Walker. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think he should have been fine. Oh, uh, yeah, I think it should have been a fine. You don't want you don't want it in the view of people kicking. Um, it's not it's not a good look. Um, I think the MRO is a bit lenient at times on fine on on kicking and tripping. Um, yep. Doesn't happen often, but yeah, I think they need to try and stamp it out when it does happen. All right. Should sports players' families be allowed to manage? Contract proceedings. Yes and no. Yes, because, uh, you know, if they're an actual manager, yeah, sure, go for it. Um, If you're like Erling Haaland, who's just got an aggressive dad, no. Yeah, but... Did get a bloody good contract from uh, Man City. Yeah, well, watch it blow up in Man City's face. Yeah. Um, so I, I disagree. I think uh, the family should be kept out of it and the player themselves should have to negotiate the contract. Um, and once it's agreed, um, it will be sent to managers and solicitors and everything to make sure everything's all good and then go from there because um, I think families are doing what's you know, what dad wants, i.e., you know, Caelan Ponger's old man, Andre, uh, just dicking everyone around and being a fuckwit about it. Um, what is better, the Timberwolves versus the Grizzlies or Jar's dad versus Cat's dad? Jar's dad versus Cat dad. Cat's dad. Oh. Oh, I like it. I always like it. How yeah, good is it? My dad's. I like it. Yeah. My, one of my favourite things is dad fights. They're great. Oh, how good's that episode on South Park? No, sorry, I thought this is America. <laughs> I haven't seen it, to be honest, but yeah. What? Well, Grant, uh, all the boys are playing in like a uh, softball league and uh, Randy gets a reputation for just punching on with all these random dads and that, <laughs> that's, that's what it's about. And every time he gets kicked out, he's like, Got a bloody nose, no shirt. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this is America. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. It's a good one. Uh, Will there be a sweep in round two or three of the playoffs or the finals? 
Nay. Out of all the teams in the playoffs, who do you believe has the best home court advantage? Probably the Warriors. Is it? You know, I suppose we went and saw them when they were over in Oakland still, and that was a bloody atmosphere. Yeah. Well, I knew that was their 70... What was it? What they played? 73 and 9 season? Was that their... No, it wasn't yeah. that season. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Wasn't it? No. Huh. no. Anyway, we saw him lose. We saw him yeah. lose anyway. Um, should the NBA revert back to an East versus West All-Star game now that the league is more balanced? Yes. And final question. I had a little bit of time on my hands at work today and got to sit down and watch some Australian Ultimate Frisbee Championship. Oh, shit, yeah. Should it become a bigger sport? Shit, yeah. I know we've got an Australian Frisbee... Well, we've got a Frisbee League here in Albury, I'm pretty sure, but um, some of the shit that they do is amazing. I could never play it because I can't throw a Frisbee for shit. Mate, um, but it's amazing. I watched one of their kickoffs and I was like, from their in zone, and they just throw it out. Hmm. This thing went fucking like eighty-five meters. Yeah, oh, it's ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know if it's a frisbee they're using or or what, but I can never ever get a frisbee to do what they do. No, absolutely. Like it, it was, yeah, it, it was great to watch. Uh, highly recommended. It. It's currently on Ko um, for those uh, wanting to watch some. But uh, that's you done, Dildo. Thank you. It's uh, good. I like put, that. Yeah, put you on spot now. Uh, Moving into the AFL. Uh, what's that's your game? What's your game of the round? Um, game of the round. It's um. I was actually doing my football tips. Um. This evening at work. I mean, after work, not at work. After work. Yeah, yeah of course. You'd never do that on company time. No. Um, and if I'm honest, I think it's a pretty – well, actually, there is there is a standout game of the round. But I think other than that round, that game, I think there's a lot of easy games. Um, but the game of the round, I reckon, will be the Fremantle Dockers versus Carlton. Um, yeah. Freo's flying. I sort of said in my pre-season thing that – I expect them to play well. I didn't expect them to play this well. Um, you know, it'll be actually really interesting to see what happens because I think if Nat, like Nat Five is probably still a little while away, but I think if he comes in, he upsets this balance that they've got going on at the moment. Um, yep. Which is probably a bit of a controversial call there. Um, but, yeah, I, I they're up and firing, and so are the Blues. Um, and Paddy Cripps comes back into that team. Um, watching them live last week for the first quarter and a half, pretty much, they were they were really impressive. Um, it's um it's going to be a good hard game. Um, I just don't think. Um, what's her name? The 
I keep saying I don't think Freo have the firepower to match it in terms of forward line, but you know, Matt Dabner kicked seven last week. I think it was six or seven last week. Yeah, he kicked um, seven last week. You know, um, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how they deal with Harry Mackay and Kerno. Um, Jack Martin looked quite good last week as well. So, um, yeah, it'll be, I reckon that's going to be game of the round. Yep. Yeah, I'm, uh, me personally, I'm looking forward to the Anzac Day game. Um, one, because it's Anzac Day. Yes. Um, big day on my calendar. And two, because I'll be there, be there and there's free pits. Uh, well, fair enough. That will probably be a good game for you. Yeah, um, it definitely will be. <laughs> um, yeah, look, Anzac Day games are always a, a interesting, um, interesting game. Um, yeah, I think this year though, I think I think Collingwood just should storm all over. That's it. Alrighty, so I should then, change my tip. Yeah, yeah, I would. Well, I'm only doing it because I don't like Collingwood. Yeah, well, I hate Collingwood too. Um, I wish. Like, I probably wouldn't hate them as much if they just let us wear the prison bars, but we won't get in tonight. <laughs> tonight. No, we, we don't need that tonight. I'll do a prison bar special one day, and, um, but Jesus. that's okay. 24-hour radio coming at you. Oh, man. Oh, oh, it would be at least, at least a three-hour special. I'll have to break oh. it up into four parts. You will, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, um, what about you, mate? The NRL game of the round. What do you got? Well, actually, I thought it would have been tonight's game between uh, Manly and the Sharks, and I've just checked the score, and the Sharks are out to a thirty-two nil lead at half time. So it's definitely not that game. <laughs> yes. Um, no, that's a. It's getting embarrassing now. Um, but look, there's. Quite a few games this weekend um, that have the potential like, um, to be an upset. Uh, the Roosters are heavy favourites against the Dragons. And look, the Roosters should win. Uh, they should win comfortably, but it's an Anzac Day game. St. George always show up for this game. Uh, you can't rule anything out. Um, I'm also a little bit concerned about the Panthers against the Raiders. Um, if it was down in Canberra, um, I'd nearly look at tipping uh, Canberra, but um, yeah, Panthers at a dollar ten. I just think they're a little bit too short. They've got to come back to earth at some stage, whether that's after the grand final, I don't know. Uh, and the other game that I'm a little bit worried about is the Knights against Parramatta. Parramatta got done by the West Tigers on the weekend in what was a fantastic game of footy. Um, absolutely loved watching it. Uh, they travel up to the Hunter to play a Knights team coming off a tough loss to St. George. Uh, and, yeah, I think that's going to be my pick for the game of the round, I think, uh, Parramatta and the Knights. Uh, spec- I expect it to be a bit of a fiery clash and, you know, plenty of emotions on show. Uh, two teams that really want to bounce back. Knights struggling after uh, their start to the year. And uh, the Parramatta Eels wanting to uh, make a, a statement after losing to the Tigers, um, who uh, everyone thought they'd walk all over. So, uh, look, that that's my tip for uh, game of the round: uh, Parramatta and Newcastle. Yeah, nice, nice. I like it. Um, now, 
I have a bit of a question that I'm going to put you on the spot with here. Uh, it should yep. be a fairly simple one. Um, I thought of it on the way home from the footy ball um, on Sunday because um, I made mention as I was uh, voice to texting you. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, when you played sport, obviously we both played a bit, fair bit of sport. Yep. Uh, did you have a superstition? Were you one of those blokes that had to, you know, wear the same undies every game? Um, you know, had to shave his left eyebrow to make sure it was fine, or you know, what? What, what did you have one? Uh, yeah, so I had a bit of a weird one. Um, and any of my mates listening from the Cobham Raw uh, will know this. When we went on a good run uh, a few years ago, when I was back goalkeeping. Uh, I always had to wear the same jocks, uh, and I wasn't allowed to cut my t- I wasn't allowed to cut my toenails. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I cut my toenails before one game, and I played really well. Uh, so then, from then on, I had to keep those toenails. I couldn't cut them right. until um, we ended up losing in the uh, preliminary final, and then I could finally fucking cut my toenails because. Fuck me, they got long and sore. <laughs> that would have been horrible. Yeah. Been horrible. Oh, yeah. What, okay. what about yourself? Yes, I do. I have a Relating to sport, I have a lot of superstitions. Well, not a lot, but I've got a few. Uh, not related to my playing days, but as I said to you, I cannot bet on Port Adelaide. Uh, even yep. if it's the same game multi, even if it's not to win or whatever, cannot bet on Port Adelaide games. Um which is why I pulled out later being losing because you've been betting on them. Um, but yeah. Moving on. Um, <laughs> um, no, so my, on this week. <laughs> um, no, so my, I, one of my ones was goalkeeping. I had to, uh, I had to go through and I'd touch one post cross standing, then walk to the middle, touch the crossbar, walk across the other post, touch the, uh, other post and then come back to the center and walk out to the penalty spot. Yep. Um, I did that every game. Um, one I developed was I ended up having to have my ankles strapped no matter what. Um, because the game that I broke my ankle um, would have been close to 10 years ago now. Actually, that's would have been over. No, it, was, yeah. it, was, it, it would have been, it would have been, it would have been about eight years ago, I reckon, eight, nine years ago, um, was that if I hadn't have had my ankle strapped, it would have been a hell of a lot worse. So uh, no matter what, even if it wasn't a proper ankle strapping and it was just some dodgy strapping, no matter what, I had to have my ankle strapped. Um, And um, I always, I developed this one a bit like yourself in terms of, I went on a very good run when I started doing this and I did it for probably two, three years straight. Um, was I, and it was only because I changed machine pads. Um, I would always put my socks on, like put my socks on, put my boots on and then put my shin pads in later on rather than yep. putting socks and shin pads up. Um, I did that one game and played absolutely horrendous and never did it again. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's funny uh, what sort of superstitions people have, and 
you know, but we'll open it up uh, to our listeners. Yes. Uh, get, in, get in touch with us on Instagram at uh, two blokes and a punt. Uh, let us know what your superstition is. Uh, it could be very out there. Uh, it could be as simple as not cutting your toenails. Um, you know, just let us know what you've got. Uh, but you had a question for me, Dylan. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do something a little bit different to um, finish us off this week. Uh, I'm going to tell you a joke. Oh, I love a joke. Love a good joke. Right, eh? Um, how do I say this? Um, what do you call an IT teacher who touches kids? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Did you happen to get the time of that that statement? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. I got no idea. A PDF file. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Wow. Oh, I, could, oh, I like it. Oh, I can't wait to take it into work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll give it another one next week as well. Oh, that's great. Oh, I like that one. Uh, yeah. You know, if you think of a joke, let us have it. Um, hey, next oh, week. Mate, I, I don't have a joke. I do not have a joke. Um, you, you've got all week. You've got all week. So this, we'll finish off the show by a joke every week. Um, and then, you know, finish off on a good laugh. Although I do have to say that uh, I have done a bet for this weekend um, before we go that I did forget about uh, a three-league multi. Uh, I have uh, Milwaukee Bucks to beat Chicago in The Brooklyn Nets to beat the Celtics in Brooklyn. And then my third leg is Port Adelaide to beat West Coast. Uh, now, I know you're joking there because I've expressly told you that you do not put Port Adelaide in any more of your bets. And if you do, I will stab you with a knife tomorrow. You haven't. I didn't. No, it's actually the Broncos to win tomorrow night. <laughs> so uh, Brisbane Broncos, Milwaukee Bucks, Boston Nets, and that. Power played gives you four dollars eleven, um, so I've thrown that on as well. But um, now, I have my eye on a couple. Um, I just need to do a little bit more research on them. Um, but there, I've, I've, I've found a couple of horses on Saturday at Caulfield. I just want to dot my eyes and cross my t's on them. So um, I love that. Um, they will come up shortly, hopefully. Beautiful, beautiful. All righty. So uh, from us here at Two Blokes and a Punt, uh, look, we hope you all enjoy your second long weekend in a row. Uh, stay safe on Anzac Day. Uh, remember, it's for, uh, it's for remembering uh, to look back on why we are the lucky country. Uh, there's no need to go out and be an absolute dickhead on the piss. Um, 
use it to reflect, stay safe. And if you're playing a bit of tour, 20 on the head. Um, so look, everyone, uh, stay safe, stay sweet, and we will see you next week. Thank you. See you, everyone. Enjoy your long weekend.